In this video, we're gonna be going over all of your Etsy ads questions. Basically, what's gonna go down here? I pulled out all of the most commonly asked questions or just good questions straight out of my comment section. And we're gonna be answering all of those questions in this video. Some of the questions we're gonna be answering. Dun -dun. Sorry, I have a cold. We got, my store is new. Should I turn ads on for some or all of my products? My Etsy ads budget set to X, but it only will spend Y. How much should I spend on a listing before turning it off? Do you think it is okay in the beginning to test an ad which makes no sales at least for two to four weeks before turning it off? Basically, they're asking, it's been running for two to four weeks and it had zero sales. Should I turn the ad off? I have my ads on 20 listings, but it only spends on three to four of those 20. Why? If I have a listing making good organic sales, should I turn off the ads for it since it will be competing against itself? When I turn on my ads, does it hurt my organic SEO? What do you do when a product is eating about 70% of your total budget? The ROAS is over 2.5, so I don't want to turn it off but my other listings were doing well before I added added the most recent but now they get no money love super super new seller here three weeks in maybe a month now I boosted my ads to the max even though I'm not really spending that much anyway since the clicks are coming in randomly question just off what you've experienced I've boosted my ads to the highest cost parameters but when but when will I see an actual profit I swear I feel like all my actual revenue is going back to funding the advertising what which I understand, but with POD, I'm feeling the expenses and none of the profit yet. I'm pretty sure this happens during the front end of all businesses, just trying to ride that fine line of ETA for profits versus ad running and spending. Should you keep ads on for something that's been getting a lot of views, but no sales, 4K views, three sales. Most of my listings are one to $6. So these are the questions that we are going to be going over in this video. And again, remember, this is the power of the comment section. So if you guys have questions, make sure you're commenting down your questions below and adding value where you can as well to help out your fellow Etsy sellers. Cause you know, that's what this is all about. All right, guys, let's get into this video. Welcome everybody to the till death stop me podcast, because the inevitable is one day, we are going to die. Sounds pretty morbid, right? But you wanna know what I think is even more depressing? Merely existing on this planet and not achieving, not going, not experiencing, not meeting, not having every single thing that I've ever wanted in this life. We have one shot to do this thing right. So we might as well experience every single thing we've ever wanted, have every single thing that we've ever wanted, build communities with long lasting, meaningful relationships. Most importantly, achieve our ideal version of what success looks like to us. So that is why in this podcast, we're gonna be interviewing people that even against all the odds have been able to do that and are working constantly every single day to build their ideal lifestyle. So without further ado, thank you for tuning in guys. Let's get into this episode. Hi guys, my name is Hannah Gardner. If you're new to the channel, I teach people how to celebrate I teach people how to build brands and sell on either Etsy or Shopify. So if that is what you're into, make sure you subscribe 
to the channel. Let's not waste any more time. Let's hop into some of these questions. Actually, first, let's just take a step back here really fast. We have to set some expectations. We have to give some context before we just go into answering some of these questions because what you're gonna see is that a lot of these questions are not just straight answers, right? There are so many variables that affect the success or the not success, <laughs> they affect your li your listings and your shops. So there's a couple of things that we just need to cover. Why are Etsy ads important? You have to think in terms of what would Etsy want, right? Etsy is a business and Etsy is also super cryptic on how they judge your listings. But I would imagine when you publish your store and when you publish your listings for the first time, they're probably judging you on a couple of different metrics. Now, we don't exactly know what metrics, but historically, every media buying platform or every platform that offers media buying like PPC, like Amazon, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, right? YouTube ads, anywhere that offers ads or media buying, right? We can assume that they're probably making an average of a couple different calculations, right? So what are some calculations? They're probably judging you based off of your CTR. So every time your listing pops up on the screen, how many times people how many times people are picking your listing over everybody else's. There's probably a metric in there like conversion rate. So out of all those people that click, how many people actually buy? Another metric they're probably judging you on is at average order value. So historically, how much money are people willing to spend when they click on that listing? And how does that compare to your competitors? Another metric might be out of all the listings that Hannah has in the store, what is the ratio of which my products actually sell? So if I have 100 listings, out of those 100 listings that are active, do 20% of them make regular sales? Do 30% of them make regular sales? And another metric that they, we could probably throw in there is what is Hannah willing to bid on her listings in the Etsy PPC? And I would imagine, just in my experience, again, Etsy's super cryptic, but I would imagine that that bid amount or the amount that you're setting your daily budget to probably weighs into a factor of where Etsy is going to favor or not favor your listing and also your store. Because again, Etsy's not only making money off of you every single time you make a sale, but Etsy's also making money off of you when you decide to put your hand up and say that I'm going to invest money in my marketing, right? And so we have to assume that you're getting judged somehow, right? So we might as well, or at least it's my job to help you optimize your store for every single possible best case scenario. So that includes average order value. That includes how to uh, increase your CTR, how to increase your conversion rate, how to build value propositions that make you stand out so that you earn the click over somebody else, right? It also includes a bidding strategy, and I'm calling it bidding strategy, but really, you know, how to run your Etsy PPC effectively, because I'm going to assume that that is that metric of what you're willing to bid on your listings probably plays a role in how you're getting ranked. And whenever you're selling on a third party platform or running ads, media buying ads, right? You want to think in terms of 
you know, what's good for me, obviously, but what does the platform want, right? And so if you're a store that historically has never spent money on ads before, right? And all of a sudden your niche becomes more competitive, right? And now all of a sudden you have competitors coming to the space saying, I'm actually gonna build just as a competitive listing as Hannah, and I'm gonna sell at a similar price point, and I'm gonna have you know a good value proposition similar to hers, but I'm also willing to put money behind my listing. Long-term, who do you think Etsy's gonna favor? The guy that has been selling and running ads or the guy that hasn't? So again, it's my job to help you set yourself up for the best case scenario, and if you're thinking as for your business to be like a long-term play, Etsy ads and the sellers that are maxing out their Etsy ad budgets are going to have a competitive advantage long term, right? Now, I'm not saying that that means it's going to happen tomorrow and you're going to start getting outbidded right away. But the long play here is we want to get our Etsy shops not only growing, but also operating in a systematic way that is efficient and also turns a profit after ad spend. The next question I put here is what happens if I don't spend money on ads? Well, kind of like I just explained, right? It doesn't mean that you couldn't make sales or you couldn't get daily sales or have a wildly profitable store. It's just eventually as marketplaces get competitive, the cost to acquire a customer is going to become more expensive and to add a layer of protection, I would say, or a layer of competitiveness, you're going to want to get your model to a point where it's turning a profit after ads. Because eventually, like I said, as marketplaces get competitive, you will, you will see your sales decline. And this is already what older sellers are experiencing. Other things to start setting some perspective with, right? You need thousands of impressions and hundreds of clicks to get real accurate data on what's going on in your listing. So sometimes, you know, I get comments that are like, you know, I've gotten so many clicks on my listing, but I only made one sale. And then my, I ask is, well, how many clicks did you get? And they're like, I got 170 clicks. But in the grand scheme of things, 170 clicks is not a lot, right? If you get 100 clicks to your listing and you make one to five sales, that's a really great conversion rate. One to five for me is profitable and that's totally normal. And that's actually good, especially if you're a new seller and you have no reviews, no organic indexing, all that type of stuff. Which leads me to my next point is, Etsy says that it could take up to 90 to like 150 days just to decide where your listing belongs, right? And this is another thing that I see in the comments a lot where people, you know, are like, oh my gosh, I'm three weeks in and I haven't made a sale. Well, if you're a new shop and you're in a competitive niche and you have no reviews, you're just started your shop, it might take a couple of months for you to start getting indexed and start the momentum rolling, right? And so sometimes we're just super impatient. And again, you just don't know what you don't know until you start and so that's why it's my job to say you're you're okay it's okay you might just need more time this also leads me to the next point is one of the worst things that we can do is look in our Etsy ads account where it says you've spent X but your ads only generated you Y and this is super generous again because this just makes you want to turn off your ads because you think that it's not working and we don't want to compare our spend to what the ad generated us it's okay to look at but what we really are curious about is how much we've spent compared to top line sales because remember the ads are boosting 
the SEO of your store as a whole. So we want to compare what the ads spent at month end compared to top line sales. This is going to give us our marketing cost percentage. And that's the metric we're concerned about. And we want to work on getting that percentage down every single month, month after month. Now in the beginning, when you're testing out many products, right, it might be harder to do this because you're testing out products. But eventually when you get a standard set of products and you get some best sellers going, right, your market, your average marketing cost average is going to become more consistent over time and also easier to control. And finally, we don't want to micromanage and analyze our ads every single day. Like I said, this is going to lead to emotional spending, right? Maybe when you first start, only look at it maybe once a week. Um, maybe <laughs> I would say even only twice a month, right? We need to spend money because we need to collect data to see what's working and what's not working. Now that we've set some expectations, let's actually go into the question. Well, the first question that we have here is my store is new. Should I turn on ads for some or all of my products? So the answer to this one here, it depends on what you're comfortable with, right? One thing you have to understand is that your Etsy PPC, it's called pay per click, which means that you're only spending money when someone clicks on your ad. So when your ad shows up, you don't actually have to pay for it just because it showed up. You only pay either when someone clicks on it or if someone buys on an offsite ad. So if it showed up on Google and someone purchased it, I think it's a standard flat 12% fee, which is actually really low because that means that it's a 12% marketing cost percentage on that sale, which 12% is great. If you're only spending 12% historically month after month on your listings and marketing, like that's pretty, pretty good. That's also like, the cheapest cost per acquisition that you're going to get anywhere. That's another thing to just set expectations. Etsy PPC should be cheaper than Instagram ads, Facebook ads, Amazon, arguably in some cases, and they should get cheaper over time as your listings start getting ranked and indexed. With that being said, should you turn on ads on all your products or only some? So for someone like me who takes a super aggressive approach, I want to test out all of my products and I want to rip off the band-aid really fast. I want to start collecting data as fast as possible so I can discover bestsellers faster, right? If you're somebody selling at a super cheap price point, like you're selling digital assets or something where your, your margins are really low or your price points really low, your sale price is low, right? That might be a little bit more uncomfortable for you because when it spends, it's going to spend it faster since you don't have that much room to play with, right? So if you want to take the safer place, play on this, then you could just focus on launching as many good quality products as possible. Turn ads on for listings that organically start taking off first. So this is a safer play because even if you get one sale after a few, only a few weeks or maybe within the week of launching it, that's still pretty good data that something's going on with that listing. And then I would back that with that organic sale with some ads. And that's a safer play to do it, to not just start running it on all of your products. My Etsy ads budget is set to X, but it only spends Y. So this is completely normal. When you set your budget to $100 a day, sometimes it will only spend $20 a day. And people are like, well, I want it to spend more, or why doesn't it spend more? Remember, 
If you set it to 100, but it only spent $20 for that day, that means you only got $20 worth of clicks, right? And so how do you get it to spend more? Well, if you want it to spend more, you can launch more products, you can increase your value propositions, you can better your marketing. So uh, test out more listings or split test that same product multiple times with different images to see which one gets the higher CTR, right? Which means click through rate. You can increase your budget, right? Sometimes increasing your budget doesn't actually increase the spend. This is also normal, but that could just be because you don't have that many products to sell or that many listings, right? The amount of exposure you have the potential to reach is totally contingent on the keywords that you're using. So if your keywords that you have in your listing are lower search volume keywords, right? That means you don't really have the potential to show up on many search pages because just not that many people are searching for it, right? So we can add in, you know, keywords that have a broader search volume, stuff like this, but obviously still keeping the keywords, a keyword product fit. We don't want to use words that don't match what you're selling but these are just some of the ways that we can increase that spend. My first Etsy brand, right? If I set it to $1,000 a day, it would actually spend six to $800 a day. And that's because we had over 600 SKUs of products. And the search volume for the keywords we were using were very high, like 26,000 searches per month for some of the words, right? And my second brand, we're also in a high search volume niche, but because that brand is targeting a specific customer avatar because we sell at a really high price point, our price point alone scares away a lot of people because uh, we're targeting you know, the, the highest quality customer because we sell a really high ticket item. So when I have that one set to $1,000 a day, some days it will only spend 90 or $100, right? Do I want it to spend more? Of course. And so how can I get that brand to spend more? By launching lower ticket items that have a lower barrier of entry to the product. So having cheaper items to sell to people that don't wanna spend on the high ticket items, right? So launching more things that have lower barrier of entry or a price that is more appealing to the masses. How much should I spend on a listing before turning it off? There's quite a few things that I look for before I just deem a listing dead, which meaning I invested an uncomfortable amount of money in this listing where now it's just wasting my money and I'm actually gonna deem it as a dead listing and I'm gonna turn the ad off for that listing. The first thing that I do is when I'm analyzing my listings and deciding which ones that I'm gonna turn on or off, is I'm going to first set the calendar to a two to three month range to get a more holistic view of what's going on with my listings. So I'm gonna set the calendar to two to three months. The second thing that I'm gonna do, I'm gonna start looking down my ROAS column and I'm gonna start looking for listings that have spent a uncomfortable amount of money with not break even or profitable ROAS. ROAS stand for return on ad spend. If I give Etsy a dollar and Etsy gives me back $2, that's a 2X return on ROAS, right? And one thing that you need to know here is something called your break even ROAS, which means how much money do you have to get back from Etsy for you to break even on the sale? And for me, I'm willing to break even 
longer than most people just to gain that new customer for free to then get a potential to get a review to then show Etsy that I'm getting purchases for longer than most people because you know breaking even in my opinion isn't losing and you don't have to pay for that customer to come back a second time if they want to buy again so when I'm analyzing my listings I'm going down in basically anything that's not break even is getting my attention. The way you calculate break-even ROAS is your sale price, less cost of goods sold, less fees. And then you're going to basically get your profit margin percentage before marketing. So if your profit margin percentage before marketing is 60%, you're gonna basically take one divided by 0.6, and that is gonna give you, that's a 1.66 or like 1.67 break-even ROAS. So in that ROAS column, right? If that means that your break-even is 1.6, anything under 1.6 or 1.7 is not break-even. So I'm going down that column first and I'm seeing which one, what listings I'm falling short of. Now, let's say I found one that's under 2x ROAS, right? And this is in a two to three month range. I'm not just necessarily going to turn it off because... I'm not breaking even or the ROAS aren't breaking even, right? I'm actually gonna do a further investigation before I make any decisions. And I'm actually gonna click on that listing. And what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna compare my total lifetime revenue to total lifetime spend. And I wanna analyze what that marketing cost percentage is. And if that is not break even, then I have to ask myself, this question one the first variable is how old is the listing so if the listing is new and i know that the listing is less than three months old and technically right we saw that the ROAS aren't break even yet but maybe the listing is still showing signs of hope like i'm gonna go look for basically some more hope or some more momentum before just deeming this as a dead listing because it could be that the listing just needs more time because it's a new listing it's less than three months old right so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go look for some hope or signs of momentum and what i'm gonna look for is basically any add to carts badges so if i know that this listing is under three months old right? The ROAS are not break even. They're not profitable, but maybe we got a sale or two and we actually have like 10 add to carts or we have 14 add to carts. That's actually showing me that there's sign of momentum, some signs of momentum, and it might just need some more time. Now on the verse side of that, if my ROAS are not break even or profitable and the listing is say that the listing is seven months old. So it's definitely had time to get some organic indexing, right? And I go and I click on it and you know, the organic sales are bad and we have no add to cart. So no signs of some momentum. Then I would say, all right, this listing is actually eating up a lot of my budget. I rather take that budget and put it towards some other listings. I'm gonna go ahead and turn it off. Next question we have here is, do you think it is okay in the beginning to test an ad which makes no sales at least two to four weeks before turning it off? So that's kind of similar, what we kind of just covered a second ago. If a listing made no sales for two to four weeks, it just depends, right? So it depends on how fast it's spending. So if that listing's been on for 
two to four weeks and it's already spent $50. So it's actually spending a lot of money. That means after $50 spent, it's probably collected a lot of data. It's probably has thousands of views and probably a couple hundred clicks at that point. And we're going to do the same thing as before. So, um, it hasn't been running for two to three months, but again, it's spending an uncomfortable amount or it's getting into the uncomfortable amount range. Then I need to investigate. Maybe, it is or is not showing other signs of momentum. So we're going to do the same thing as we mentioned before. We're going to compare what it spent to top line sales, including organic sales. And if that is, let's say it's not breaking even, it's actually losing money and has completely zero ROAS and zero organic sales, but it's spending a pretty high threshold. The last sign of hope I'm going to look for is those add to carts. And if there are say a couple add to carts and it's only a two to four week old listing, I probably would still keep it on for another month, even though it's spent $50. But if there's no signs of hope, I would probably turn it off. I have my ads on 20 listing, but it's only spending on three to four of those listings. Why? So this is also normal, right? When you turn on your ads for all your listings for the first time, Etsy's algorithm is naturally going to just start favoring some over the others. Like this is completely a completely normal phenomenon. So another kind of expectation setting here, right? If Etsy's algorithm is a waterfall, right? It's our job as Etsy merchants to throw as many things at that algorithm, as many things into that waterfall to try to get it swooped up by that waterfall current and to go down the waterfall, right? Our job is, is to set up our listings as competitively as possible with keywords, with value propositions, with competitive sale price, daily sales strategies, do all the things. But at the end of the day, what Etsy decides to do with our listings and what the Etsy ads decide to pick and choose, which ones become the best sellers, right? It's completely out of our control. So it's not in our best interest to micromanage the ads and stress over this, right? That energy is better spent in launching more things, right? So if you have 20 listings and only three to four are spending, right? How can you turn those 20 listings into 60 listings, right? And then how can you get 60 listings to turn into 120 listings, right? Because that is how you're going to increase not only the amount it's spending, but also the amount of opportunity you have to get other listings picked up by the algorithm. One way to check the competitiveness of your listings is obviously using tools like Sales Samurai. So if I come into Sales Samurai now and I type in any keyword, Sales Samurai is going to show me basically what listings are getting the most exposure by Etsy for those keywords. Like I said, when you publish your listings, Etsy is naturally going to start favoring some listings over the other. So if one listing is, you know, just is getting the majority of the exposure, Etsy is choosing that for some reason, right? And so it's the same thing when we're looking at our competitors, right? Like Etsy's favoring that listing for something, right? So we want to do whatever that listing is doing, especially if we investigate further on the listing that's getting the most views in Sales Samurai and see that they also have a bestseller badge or a 20 and a cart badge, right? That's showing some serious signs of momentum. So we want to really analyze and quality check or cross check that our listings are actually com competitive and competing with what Etsy's telling us is at the top, right? We want to investigate, you know, what is the, the listing according to sales samurai that's getting the most exposure and what are they doing and how can I meet or beat the person that's at the top. When you turn on your ads for the first time, right? You don't want to be investing money in listings that aren't competitive. So that's actually important that you're using tools like sales samurai 
and doing your competitor analysis before you launch your listings so that you know you set yourself up for the best case scenario before you went to market and before you started spending money on ads. If I have a listing making good organic sales, should I turn the ads off since it will technically be competing with itself? Okay, 100%. If you have an Etsy listing that is organically taking off, you always, always, always want to put ad money behind it. In my opinion, this is complete. This is my opinion again, obviously, but I'm come from a me, a really intense media buying background. And I just know that you always want to do what the platform wants you to do. So 100% to maintain your rank, to maintain the competitiveness of your listing, you want to run ads and you will see when you go to sales samurai and you start pulling out the, the listings that are at the top for certain keywords, you will find those same listings always in sponsored positions as well. When I turn my ads on, it hurts my organic SEO. I get this comment a lot. And usually what's happening here is they're, they're doing what I am. The first thing that I always tell Etsy sellers not to do, which is micromanage your ads and look at them from day to day. So they'll basically turn them on for three days and see that they spent X amount of money and all of a sudden they had a slow sales day and then they immediately attribute that to their ads. But remember, three days is not a big enough data sample, right? We need a holistic view of the business on a month to month basis, right? And the idea is, remember, you're only spending money that when people click on your listing. So if historically after, you know, three months, you've been running a 15% marketing cost percent average at the, at the end of each month compared to your top line revenue. And that budget was set to $500 a day for that 30 days, right? And it ran a 15% marketing cost percentage. If you raise that budget all of a sudden to then $1,000 a day, that doesn't mean that that marketing cost percentage average all of a sudden goes to 30%, right? It should proportionally scale, right? So if you were spending 500 a day at 15% marketing cost percentage average at $1,000 a day, uh, when your budget's set to $1,000 a day, your sales should just increase proportionally with the spend, right? So your top line should just increase, right? But it's not that that percentage all of a sudden skyrockets. It shouldn't when you have a consistent set of products that are selling pretty good. The one exception to this is if you're testing out a bunch of new products, right? Then it might you might see that marketing cost percentage jump a little bit, but that's okay because you need to invest in many listings to find the ones that you can pick out and then tweak the dials and turn off the ones that aren't making you money. It's likely that it's not hurting your organic SEO. Actually, I can strongly say that it's not hurting your organic SEO. It's just you're probably analyzing it in a too short of time period, or you're just having, maybe it's just a slow month, but it's very unlikely that your Etsy ads are what's causing the drop of your sales. Let's just put it that way. I would implore you to uh, use tools like Sales Samurai and further investigate the quality of your listings and do every single thing that you can to do to improve your imagery, to improve your products and your designs before just assuming that your ads are the ones killing your listings because it's probably a product problem. It's not an Etsy ads problem. What do you do when one product is eating about 70% of your total budget. The ROAS is over 2.5, so I don't want to turn it off, but all of my other listings were doing well before I added the most recent, but now they get no money love. Um, so yeah, this is totally fine. We definitely want to, don't want to turn off the one at 2.5, but 
one, you need to ask yourself, how many listings do you have turned on, right? So you might just need to turn on more listings to start getting more to spend. Other than that, you really can't control anything other than just keep testing out more product, giving it more time. So we also don't know here how much time you're analyzing this from. So if it's only been a couple of weeks and 70% is still going to that, you know, that, that one product, that's fine, right? What we can do is just launch more products, make more products active. And when I'm talking about more products, I mean, I usually have hundreds of listings on at one time. Here's another question. Super new seller here. I boosted my ads to the max, even though I'm not really spending that much anyways and the clicks are coming in randomly. Question for you, just off what you've experienced, I've boosted my ads to the highest cost parameters, but when I, when will I see an actual profit? I swear, I feel like my actual revenue is going back to funding and advertising. I understand, with, but with POD, I'm filling the expenses and none of the profit yet. I'm pretty sure uh, this happens during the front end of all businesses. Just trying to ride that fine line of ETA for profits and ads running and spending. Okay, so the keyword here is three weeks. Three weeks is not a lot of time at all. And sometimes we get really caught up in profitability like too early in business, right? Your first year in business, especially if you've never done e-commerce before, like your winning in that first year is just getting a proof of concept that people even want what you have to sell. And if you just by it so happen to make money in that first year, that's great. And that's what I like to set the expectation as because so much of the failure of Etsy is because people have improper expectations. Three weeks in POD in a super competitive space in a store that has probably no reviews is like day one, basically. That's just not enough time. Also, you're competing against people that have thousands of listings in their store, right? So it's kind of like Rome wasn't built in a day and you gotta be a little bit easier on yourself and just be ready to spend more money or invest more time. If, Like I said, if you're doing POD, the safer play would just be to turn on ads that organically start taking off first. And that just takes time, right? I would really give it like months, like six to eight months before you probably even see the real momentum happening. Should you keep ads on for something that's been getting a lot of views, but no sales? 4K views, three sales. Um, most of my listings are one to $6. If I got three sales on 4K views, I'm not sure how many clicks they got, but I would probably keep it on. Your sale price is really low. So it's likely that you're gonna have to invest more money than like someone like me where I have a really high sale price because um, you know, you just don't have a lot of room to play with there. But three sales on 4K views, especially if you're a new store, is pretty good actually. And you might just need to keep keep it on for longer. I hope you got some serious value out of this video. As I just answered a bunch of questions, but obviously you guys probably have more questions. So make sure you're commenting them down below. I'm not feeling too well today. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. And again, thank you so much for watching. I will see you in the next video. Bye.